Welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro. Each week, we bring extremely valuable accounting and tax tips specific to small business owners. You will be on your way to growing your business and putting more money in your pockets. Here's your host. Hello and welcome back to another episode. Today, we're continuing our retirement series and we're going to be talking about the traditional 401k. Now, before we get into that, this episode is brought to you by Jetro, a digital accounting firm servicing business owners across the country, helping them relieve stress around taxes and save thousands in taxes. I am your host and founder of Jetro, Mike Jezoshek. Again, today we're we're continuing that retirement discussion. We're going to be talking about the traditional 401k, and we brought back Matt Ruttenberg from Life Inc. Retirement Services to discuss this. And if you missed our previous episodes, check them out. We started off with just kind of going an overview of retirement options. We've talked about the SEP IRA versus individual or solo 401k. We talked about the simple IRA and the payroll deducted IRA. And now is when we kind of dig into that deeper discussion and we go a level further. And that's when we talk about the traditional IRA or traditional 401k. So Matt, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. So if you want to kind of just get started talking about, you know, what is the traditional 401k? Why would somebody potentially be interested in this instead of a simple IRA or a payroll deducted IRA? Yeah. Yeah. And so a traditional 401k plan, um, when you think of the the uh, 401k plan for a large company, um, uh, maybe a, a national company, uh, most likely they have something. They have a traditional 401k plan um, uh, versus having a safe harbor 401k plan, which we'll talk about another time. Um, and when I say traditional 401k, it's not in the sense of like a traditional IRA where it's all pre-tax contributions, because a traditional 401k still has the option to the employees of having the pre-tax or the Roth um, contribution options. Uh, the, I, I like to look at the traditional 401k more of a, I, I call it the cafeteria style plan, um, meaning you can kind of pick and choose and mold how you want the plan to look. Um, there, there's, you, you can create the, the matching schedule however you want. You can make the vesting schedule, meaning how long do they have to stay with the company in order to uh, retain that match that you give them. Um, you can you can uh, change how much the employer or excuse me the employee needs to contribute in order to get the match and and what those that percentage would be. So uh, when I say cafeteria style plan, it means you can basically mold the plan however you want. Um, and and versus a safe harbor where they're pre-approved preset matching investing schedules. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. And I think that that's, you know, if we look at the simple IRA, just as an example, we had those two options where we either do a 2% for everybody or a 3% match for those that contribute. And, and basically you're saying with the traditional 401k is that there's a lot more flexibility into that. We're not kind of forced into a certain type of uh, matching program or vesting schedule. That's something that as an employer, you know, you get to choose and make that decision. Yeah, that's right. And, and, but with that flexibility comes, um, a few more responsibilities, if you will. Um, when you go outside of the pre-approved or preset safe Harbor limits, uh, you are held to a higher standard of compliance. And what I mean by that is the IRS, um, starts looking at your plan, uh, in 
terms of fairness to the employees versus the employer. Um, and on a high level, there's various testing, annual testing that you have to go through as the employer who has a traditional 401k plan. And it's um, how much are you contributing versus your employees? How much, um, how much of a balance, what, you know, what's your balance versus their balance? Um, and there's calculations that go into that. But kind of a, a rule of thumb is the employer, along with the highly compensated employees um, and their family and the employer's family, is held to 2% over the average employee, not the employer, or excuse me, not the participant. So it's 2% over the average employee, not 2% over the average participant. So what I mean by that is, um, for example, uh, we've been working with a, a client for several years who has 40 employees total um, in there. They have a sales um, uh, a sales company and about, uh, I'd say about 25 are actually uh, participating towards the plan. All that, that 15 employee difference there, those are all, those count as zero. So when you add the 2% over the average, all those zeros go into that calculation. So you want to mold a plan that gives the uh, employees incentive to contribute more. And that's where you create that matching investing schedule in order to allow the, the employer to be able to participate more than that 2% or more than um, what their uh, initial goal would be. Got it. And so, you know, if, if you're if you're not a highly compensated employer, you're not an owner, uh, your contribution, you could contribute as an employee of a for traditional 401k plan, you could contribute up to 19,500, at least this year, into a plan like that. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so where the difference is, comes into play here <clears throat> is when, uh, and right now, the if, if you earn over $130,000, you're considered a highly compensated employee. And also, you know, the children of the employer are considered highly compensated regardless of how much they make. But they could actually get a check back at the end of the year if they put in more than that 2%, which isn't always um, a fun conversation to have. But that's where the plan design comes into play. So, for example, we, we, like, we do um, often, a, it's a 25% match schedule. Um, so if the, uh, employer wants to match, um, 25% of 6%, uh, for example, that means, um, the employee would have to put in 6% of their gross income when, and then the employer would, uh, would match them one and a quarter percent. And this is, this is off also common among larger small businesses, if that makes sense. Meaning, you know, if you have 50 employees um, and you don't want to get too rich with the, um, with the match at this point, um, again, like I've said in the previous episode, you don't want to go too far over your head. It's, it's better to start low and increase your match um, as in, in, except for the, you know, um, you don't want to reverse that where you have to lower uh, the match in some, you know, maybe lower income years, but um, this gives them the incentive to put in that 6% and more, the more employees that contribute into the plan, the more the employer can put into it. So you want to have that higher threshold uh, to, to calculate that match. That's, that's a good plan to have in that kind of situation. 
Got it. So I know when we talked about the simple array, we, you know, we talked about it being simple, met <laughs> the name. Yes. Um, and so there was, you know, very little costs associated with it. Um, no 5,500 form filings, annual filings, things like that. When we're talking about the traditional IRA, is there some more costs involved in it? Is there some more filings? Obviously, we were talking about compliance. There's more compliance that needs to be done. Um, and so when we're talking about the Tristle 401k, is that some of the downsides as, as in going this route? Yeah, I, I would say it's the downside um, is the compliance surrounding it. Um, you know, if, if you over-contribute as the employer, uh, it, there's no penalty. There's no, you're not going to get slapped on the wrist on that. It's simply, here's your check. You can contribute this much for this year. Here's your check back. And then I guess the downside is the paying a little additional taxes uh, on your end. Um so yes, that is definitely a downside. There's a few test annual testing that it is taken care of. Um, you have to have a third party administrator involved, um, which is what we do. And um, we handle the compliance and in, in the 5,500. Um, so the employer doesn't have to deal with that. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's an annual uh, uh, task that it needs to be completed. Got it. That makes sense. Um no, I think that's good. So, of course, you have, whenever you get some benefits, there's probably some downsides that come with it. So, in in this scenario, you're you're creating a little bit more complexity, uh, but you also get you get a lot more ways to customize this plan to your needs uh, and and exactly how you want to treat your or offer your employees. So, I think there's two things when we look at the simple IRA. One, if you have employees that are really wanting to max out retirement and put more into retirement. Um, with a traditional 401k, that retirement options, the amount you can put into it increases from the simple. So we're talking 13,005 versus 19,005 with the traditional 401k. So that is one, one definitely benefit is that your employees can have the ability to contribute more. And then obviously the benefit on the employer side is that you can kind of customize that matching program. What's that going to look like? What's the vesting schedule? When can employees start to participate into that? It's a lot more customized on the employer side. Yeah. And I, th I think it comes down to how do you want to build your company um, in, in that conversation? So do you want to pay, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of times this type of plan is implemented from companies who uh, pay their employees more than the average of their co competition. Uh, maybe they pay them in bonuses and bonus checks at the end of the year. Um, you know, sales comp, you know, if, if you're, if you have a company that has a lot of sales folks in there, um, they would rather get paid maybe through the paycheck instead of through uh, uh, a rich benefit like a 401k plan, for example. Got it. So this allows them to kind of lower that uh, benefit and allow them to pay more out of in through payroll, uh, through bonuses and that sort of thing. Makes sense. And we're going to have a, a, a kind of a, a blog post about the traditional 401k along with a quick guide on it. So those, those items are in the show notes and, and Matt's information will also be in the show notes. Should you want to reach out to him and kind of discuss anything on that end? But uh, Matt, before we kind of wrap up this one, is there anything else we kind of want to share or anything like that regarding the traditional 401k? No, I, I think I think we covered a lot of it. Um, I think the main points here are the flexibility and being able to mold the plan um, and have that cafeteria style option available to uh, employers. Yeah, no, I, I think that that's definitely the, the added benefit. And it's just kind of 
Wayne, when does it make sense in your business to make that jump? You know, some people will start out with the traditional 401k because that's where they're at. And that's where that that's the flexibility that they need. Um, you know, others might start out with something smaller or, or more advanced from there too. So I think that's a good point. Um, yeah. And, and, and one, I just want to bring up one more thing, um, before, uh, before we go, there, there are a lot of, we've, we've covered a lot of plans, um, in our past episodes and this one included, and there's a lot of options for, for folks, but, um, uh, there's there's a landing page that, that um, we have with with uh, with Jetro and it's uh, lifeincrs.com. It'll, Mike said it's going to be in the show notes, but um, we have something called the evaluator on there that you, it takes about ten seconds. Um, put in your goals, and it's actually going to give you a few options that's kind of geared towards what you're looking for. Um, whether it's a simple IRA, traditional 401k, safe harbor, payroll deducted IRA that we talked about before. Um, it'll actually point you in that direction and give you some more information um, with each each plan for you. So that's kind of something that we've created for you. Yeah, I think that's a good point. This this retirement, which option you choose for retirement does not have to be a decision that you make on your own. I definitely recommend reaching out to advisors, someone that is knowledgeable in this area to kind of guide you based on your, what you're looking for and, and what you want to get out of it. They can guide you into the right plan for you. So um, definitely check out that tool. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, and again, this is a, a entire season that we're doing on retirement. So the idea behind it is just give you uh, background knowledge about the options that are available to you to help you make that decision or at least help you be knowledgeable about those options. So you, when you do talk to an advisor, you kind of take that first step into it. Um, so we've talked about kind of all, all options available, just in general overview. We've dug into the SEP IRA, the individual and solo 401k, the simple IRA, the, the payroll deducted IRA, and now we've talked about today the traditional 401k. And so we have a couple more episodes left in this series where we're going to dig into uh, kind of that next level up. What is that next next area of retirement options that are available? So um, we're going to dive d- deeper into those next week. Uh, but uh, I want to thank everyone for for listening, and and Matt, thank you again for joining us. It's really been a pleasure um, working with you on on this series because um, this is an area that that even me as an accountant, I get very confused in this area. So it, it's extremely helpful to have you partner with us and be able to kind of bring such valuable information to our listeners. Absolutely, thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. All right, thank you, listeners. We'll see you next week. Now, one last thing before I go. Don't forget to join our free Facebook group. Just go into Facebook, search Small Business Tax Secrets. There's also a link in the show notes. It's a great area where you can collaborate with like-minded business owners in further discussion of what we talk about here in the podcast. Also, don't forget to join our free Facebook training program. There's a link in the show notes for that as well. Finally, I want to talk about the launch of our tax minimization program. A couple weeks ago, we talked about our founding member pre-launch, and we're still running that special for you. So feel free to check that out. Again, this is our tax minimization program, and, and guys, this is literally a game changer. This is a way where you can do tax planning, learn about the tax strategies that are available for you, learn about how to implement them all on your own. We provide a library of tax strategies and what they are, explain them in detail. We also have implementation guides in there on how you can implement them in your business and start using those tax strategies today. 
Also a part of our program, we have unlimited Ask a Pro questions. So you have that general question, is this deductible or not? You have access to my team to ask questions on a regular basis. We also have a private Facebook group specific to the tax minimization program where you can collaborate and dig deeper on these tax strategies that we discuss. There's also a monthly group training where we're going to get together as a group and go through certain specific strategies and really deep dive into them. There's also members get provided a discount on, on services as well as some partner services as well. So check out our tax minimization program. I'm super excited. You guys are going to love this. It's a great way to take what we teach here and dig deeper and start to implement this stuff today to make sure that you're paying the least amount in taxes as legally possible. Go to www.taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. There's also going to be a link in the show notes. Again, it's taxsavingspodcast.com forward slash tax. And again, this is for our tax minimization program. Again, so you can be on your way to paying the least amount in taxes legally possible and have a full toolbox on how you can implement these strategies yourself and get to work on that right away. So look forward to seeing you in there. Look forward to seeing you in our Facebook group. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro. If you enjoy our weekly episodes, please leave a review on whatever platform you listen to us on and share with other business owners. If you have any questions or future topics you want to hear, email them to tax at jetrotax.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.